Well, good afternoon. Today is February the 22nd, 2017, and this is Wes Fryer in the Miller Building of Cassidy School, and I am with Cassidy French teacher, Mrs. Cruz, and I am with Hannah Jordan. Hannah, what is about to happen for spring break? I understand some exciting travel is in your future. Um, so I'm getting ready to be sent over to France in the Picardy region, which is about, I'm going to a city, a small little town called Via Cotoy. It's about 45 minutes by train ride to, um, from Paris to the small little village. Um, and I will be put into a French lycée, which is the equivalent of a high school. And I will be conducting a social research program. It will be uh, basically a socioeconomic comparison of single parent families in France with the United States, um, with like an emphasis on the high school perspective and its influence. Wow. Well, I want to hear more about the survey and kind of some of the technology that you use to do it. But uh, tell me a little bit about your study for French. Did you did you start French sixth grade, seventh grade, or when yes. when did you start? So basically, at Cassidy, you have fifth grade, you have half a year of Spanish, half a year of French. Up until then, you've been taking Spanish. So by the time it came to sixth grade, I had to make a decision, and I wasn't really feeling wildly one way or the other. But my brother had taken French, and he was in high school at the time, so I kind of had the promise of he'll help you with your homework. <laughs> so I chose French, um, and I'm really glad I did. So I've been taking French since about since sixth grade, um, and I am currently in French four AP. So and a love has blossomed with the language. So that's good. And you're a senior this year. I'm a junior. You're a junior. Okay. So this this may open up doors and Hopefully. keep on thinking about where French is going to take you. Well, Ms. Cruz, you uh, heard about a program um, that has opened this door. Can you tell a little bit about that, and then maybe a little bit about your history because you had an exchange experience early in life that kind of helped shape where you are today as a French teacher. Absolutely. Well, um, when I was in high school, I participated in a two-week exchange program with a high school in Annecy, France, which is in the east near the Alps. And it has it was an experience that evidently shaped my professional life. I couldn't have I couldn't have chosen any other path after that. I had to do something involving French, the language, the culture, everything. Um, and what's really great is that the French Alliance of Oklahoma City has a very unique program called the Franco-American Fellows, which has money uh, set up to send high school students uh, in our area to France for two weeks um, to uh, do their research project, which Hannah was talking about earlier, but also to experience the language and the culture from kind of a native perspective. It's not a tourist trip at all. It's very much uh, students who go to school and live in host families and I really think that it's an experience that every high school student should have and what's great about the Franco-American Fellows is it's open to everyone. Um, there's no monetary requirement asked of the students. They, they come with their motivation, they come with their talent, their open-mindedness and um, it's something that I'm very happy that Hannah has the opportunity to take advantage of. Awesome. So, Hannah, when Ms. Cruz told you about this, what what was the application process like? And then tell us how you formulated your, your research, because that's a requirement, I guess, is you have to have research that you're going to do. Yeah, great question. So, um, Ms. Cruz first came to me with the project, with the whole scenario, uh, spring of my sophomore year. So, then it was very, it was just an idea. I really didn't know very much about it. And it's kind of an elusive program at times. Like, I don't know anyone who's done it. I thought so I, I didn't know how to find out more information other than the website so it was just kind of sitting and waiting until the application process came around in the fall so um, I kind of had some ideas flowing in my mind of what I wanted to do um, and by the time I first saw the application I kind of just knew what I had to do um, I talked to my mom a little bit about it um, so I've grown up in a single parent family my whole life and it's something 
that I've grown up in a very strange world, that being the Cassidy community. I'm in a very privileged part of life, and so I don't get to see a whole lot of differing perspectives as far as single parent family goes and social welfare and all that. So um, when I was filling out my project proposal, I knew that I wanted to do something that was part of my identity. Um, so I knew that I wanted to do something involving single parents um, and how they're treated, you know, here in the United States. So I had to come up with a my project title and I knew pretty much immediately what I wanted to do. Um, and from there, I needed to figure out how I was going to put high school students into the equation. Um, so of course there's a research side of it, you know, like government programs and like like the allocation of money and such, but I believe that high school perspective um, will play a really big role, especially in the coming generations of how um, social welfare is treated and how single parents are going to be treated. So I figured um, by studying the average high schooler and like in the designated community, by studying what they believe to be important and what they believe will play the largest roles in their life as far as, you know, social welfare goes, then I'll have a pretty good idea of what the future might look like for our um, aforementioned communities. So, Do you have a hypothesis already as far as how this might be different, France versus uh, Oklahoma City? Yeah, I actually do. So um, my, pro my American research will actually have two different sides to it. So I am doing my research in Cassidy, and that's going to be the, the primary bulk of my American research. But I'm also going outside to a couple public school areas that, I'm, that I know, just with friends that I have there and some teachers that I know that are there are going to help me with my research outside of, you know, the bit more affluent Cassidy community, because um, there's definitely some differences there alone. Um, but basically in France, it seems, I have never been, but from what I've heard and what I've studied in class and outside of class, there's a pretty big difference in um, the opinion on social welfare and the government's role in the everyday family um, as far as financial aid goes. Um, so in America, from the Cassidy community I've grown up in, there's not a whole lot of government role in the average family day life as far as um, money goes, but in France there's a bit more of a hands-on experience and a bit more of a, they feel there's more of a right to their place in the social program. Um, so I think we're going to see that a lot, especially with, with like high school awareness. Um, I've glanced the survey a little bit and the data that I've gained from the Cassidy perspective and there's definitely there's definitely a gap in information and knowledge amongst the high school students and the government programs. And I think that once I get to France, I'll see there's a big difference in um, the average knowledge of a high schooler and the government, everyday government spending. So, Well, let's talk a little bit about the, the technology of this, because did you do a Google form for I did, this? I did, I did. Yeah, so t talk a little bit about how that came about, and, and did you come up with your, with your survey and all that process on your own, or, or did you get some assistance from friends or from others? How did, how did that whole process work? So um, as far as choosing what type of survey I would do, so Cassidy puts a big emphasis on Google Drive and Google Docs and Google Forms, and so I was kind of already exposed to that. I had never done a Google survey before, but it was right there in front of me. I had all the tools I needed for it, so I was just like, let's do this. Um, and so as far as actual survey questions go, I kind of looked around. I had seen some surveys online before, but I kind of had to mix and match from everything, but I had a general idea of what I should be asking. Um, and so from there, I formulated most of the questions on my own. There were a couple that were um, from like like already created surveys, um, but the majority of questions came from my own, what I believe I needed to be asking, the questions I thought I should ask. Um, but other than that, I didn't, like my mom proofread to make sure I didn't make any typos. I made one typo, but it's okay, because I fixed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually making it, the survey was pretty simple. I mean, Google, Google Forms made it very, very easy. How did you administer it? Because we have chapel for upper division in the mornings, and so how, how did that work? So luckily this year, one of my favorite things that we have done is we have created a high school-wide text messaging system so you can get out information within seconds to the entire student body. Um, so what I did is Josh Britt, a good friend of mine, he's the student council president, so he kind of has some control over that text messaging system. I sent him the link and I said, listen, 
this needs to get out. I need everyone to have this by uh, Monday morning or Tuesday morning chapel. And he said, okay, got it. So he sent it out that morning at 7.30 a.m. And as I was sitting in the chapel, I was just like, hey, you guys got a link this morning. You can open it up. And then it worked. At least 200 students got it. So Wow. Yeah. So you've had over 200 mm -hmm. so far. Yeah. That is that is awesome. Yeah. So from your perspective, Ms. Cruz, what, um, what would you say your biggest uh, – the biggest impact of your exchange program was, and, and yours was probably different as far as not having a study, right? Was it was it more a traditional live with the family, you know, go to school kind of thing? Or what would you say your biggest impacts and, and takeaways were from your program? Right, so in my two-week program in high school, we spent four days in Paris uh, doing the touristy things with my teacher and one of her aides. We went around and we were busy from dawn till dusk seeing all the famous sites, the Arc de Triomphe, the Tour Eiffel, the Louvre. Um, we took a boat ride on the Seine. We went to Notre Dame and it was wonderful. Um, but the real exposure to the language and culture came when we got to Annecy, the smaller town where most people know everyone else. Staying in a host family was huge because the people in my family didn't really speak English at all, so I was forced <laughs> to use French, which was terrifying, but it was so good for me. I probably learned more French in those two weeks than I learned in my previous three years of language study. It was, it was insane. Um, in, in some of my classmates, it created lasting friendships. For me, it was more it was more seeing, finally seeing this country that I had heard so much about. And once I discovered that I was communicating and people were responding to that, I'm a pretty oral linguistic person. And I think the biggest takeaway for me was I can communicate with way more people <laughs> if I can speak two languages instead of just one. This is wonderful. Um, and communicating in an original language rather than having to have material translated or interpreted. I mean, you take away this filter that 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 actually you know ends up you you always lose a little bit in translation no matter how much it's been translated you lose a little bit every time and and when you can study Moliere in French there's there's nothing that compares to that um, so that was the biggest takeaway for me that's great you may have already shared this with Hannah but is there any advice that you have for her or for others who might be listening thinking about preparing for an exchange. You know, I feel like I don't even have to give Hannah advice because <laughs> what she's shown me in class is that she's one of the most courageous people that I've ever had the, the pleasure of teaching. I, every time I ask a question, her hand goes up and, and no matter how weird it sounds coming out, you know, she will say it. And, <laughs> and that's the best way to learn a language is to just go after it because, man, uh, you can't, there's no substitute. There's no substitute for hearing something. And you know what? I might not get it right the very first time, but I don't care. I'm just going to go for it. And that's the best way to approach uh, your first study abroad is to just jump in with both feet. And I know she's going to do that. And I know that she's going to seek out opportunities with French speakers because she told me, she's like, Madame, I don't want to go over with a big group of Americans because we always just stick together and speak English. And she's like, I want to grow. I want to learn. I want to do. And I'm like, you know what? Go learn, do that's it. Right. You know, so I think I, I think she doesn't really need my advice. But if that's the one thing I could I could inspire in her, um, I I would do that. Well, it sounds like she's already on her way to to brave and courageous uh, well use of the language. Which yeah, that that is awesome. <laughs> 
Well, Hannah, what um, you've talked a little bit about your um, your hypothesis. Um, anything else as far as your expectations? Because I, I think we may be following up with you uh, later in the semester when you come back, and I think you might get a chance to, to talk at chapel, you know, as you share. So anything else that you just kind of you kind of want to share now about what you're feeling, you know, what you're expecting, um, you know, what 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 this is like? Because you're what. Three weeks away? How long? Two weeks, Two away. weeks away. Yeah. Leaving the fourth. So okay. Pretty close. And your passport's ready, right? Your passport is ready. That's it's been good. ready for months. <laughs> That's good. Months ago, I'm ready. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um. So as far I'm, I don't want to go into hopeful of one response. I'm kind of hoping that'll be proven wrong, you know, because I. That's the point of researching is you want to learn something new. Right. Um. But I think it would be really interesting to see, you know how big the gap is as far as student knowledge goes because it's it can almost I don't want to say it goes without saying but the French people have a very hands-on look at their government and they are very on the scene they are, their voices are heard and I feel like in America there's a bit more of a gap between the people and the government as far as action goes but there's I mean the vocalizations on the same level but I think that um, in performing these surveys and in-person interviews I'll get them like the very nuanced opinions of every individual and by seeing where the individual thinks Hopefully, I'll learn more and more about um, how high school students specifically how they view their government, how they view their role in their like in their community. So I'm really hoping to find out the difference. I don't want to make a hypothesis of what I think that difference is going to be, but I think it's safe to say there, there will be a difference. Are you going to try to do the electronic survey there as well, or will you do um, a paper one? So I know that in French high schools, I haven't had a t chance to talk with like you know the administrators at the lycée that I'm going to, but I know that phones are a lot less commonly found in classrooms right. um so i wouldn't be able to go everyone get out your phone so you may, may need to be ready for paper <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna be carrying around a flash drive for sure so i can print out where needed but again paper isn't so commonly used in france um mm -hmm. but i'm going to come over with a couple paper surveys you know for whenever i'm in class and then I'll also come with a flash drive and yeah you know well that'll be interesting in itself to you know see what differences are as far as mm -hmm. technology and the, yeah. the use of that stuff it hadn't been that many years where we where could do that for even here to say hey mm -hmm. we're just going to text everybody you know this link and yeah i talked to some of the past uh, students who have gone on this similar trip and I mean listening to even like five years ago how different their like methods were it's I'm very lucky with yeah. technology today. and mobile technology is definitely advancing a lot too so it may be that the mobile so okay well thank you both so much for the time good luck thank you. be safe we'll look forward to yes, following sir. up with you, thank in, you in a few months all right thank you very much